It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, July 24th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Back after the weekend, how was yours, Shauna? It was delightful. I was in Red Deer for the weekend. Uh, went golfing on Friday with my boyfriend in Innisfail. Oh, nice. Which uh, actually has a really nice course, strangely. Halfway um, between here and Red Deer? Yeah, yeah. And so that was great. And then Saturday went to saw Arkells at Westerner Days, which is their little fair in Red Deer, and hung out and did some fair stuff as well. And the show was awesome. It's funny because I... I don't know, this sounds weird, but I was like, I wonder if they'll kind of mail it in a little more because it's not one of their, like, big stops on the tour, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And not at all. Like, I mean, I you know that about the band. They, they're incapable, I think, of mailing it in, but they have the full full horn section still, and Max was so energetic, and it was a great show, so... They yeah. said they hadn't played Red Deer in, like, 10 years or something, yeah. so maybe being in a new place brings the energy. Maybe. You know, fans yeah. who haven't seen you in a long time. Totally. Yeah. So it was awesome. What about you? Uh, I had a pretty good weekend. Took the boys camping Friday night. McKenna was in Red Deer actually running the Spartan race right, there. Yeah, yeah. She did pretty good. She said they finished in an hour and 58 minutes or something. It's 10 kilometers plus like 25 obstacles or something. Wow. Yeah. So she had a rip in her shorts when she came home because I guess she had to like crawl under barbed wire at one point and her, her fluffer got up too high and the barbed oh, wire no. bit her in the ass. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she fun. said it was tons of fun and she felt great. She was tired yesterday, but I didn't participate because I was like, I don't know if I could do that. And she's like, I think you could have done it. So maybe next year, if they do it again, I'll give it a try. It does look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a cool challenge that you take part in with your friends. Totally. Physical yeah. challenge. Um, what did we do Saturday? I'm trying to remember what we did Saturday. Went to a friend's house for barbecue yesterday. Went to the beach. Went to the Stamps game last night. Yeah, we had a busy weekend. It was tremendous. Yeah. Supposed to be maybe the hottest day of the year so far here today. So we'll see what comes of that. Yeah. Thank God for air conditioning. Tell you that. Yeah. Uh, On the show today, we got a bunch of your favorites. Buck and Dan were recently acknowledged as one of the best broadcast teams in baseball. We'll see how they're dealing with that. Um, We're going to make a profession sexy that might need a bit of help. And we're going to play a bit of a game that makes fun of some of the other radio stations in town. First, your out-of-context clip of the show. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I took my boys camping on Friday, and I bumped into friend of the show, Glenn, at the campground. Oh, It was actually kind Glenn. of funny, because Glenn was, we were on the street throwing a baseball around, and Glenn was rolling through in his truck, and he rolled down his window, and he was like, Beckler? And I was like, Glenn? Because we've emailed with Glenn for years. Mm-hmm. Never met him in person, though. Yeah. And then there was a vehicle that came up behind Glenn, and he's like, well, I'll pull around and park and we can hang out and chat for a second. And then the vehicle behind Glenn, the window goes down and this woman's like, Beckler? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so his friend of the show, Jessica. Nice. His campground was just full of people who listened to the show. That's which was awesome. Fantastic. But uh, I sat around with the campfire with Glenn for a bit and chatted and we, you know, we got talking about bears because the campground he was staying at nearby had a bear warning in effect. Mm, yeah. Um, so, he, you know, he'd heard us talking about bears on the show and stuff. And he told me this story. He couldn't remember which ski town this was in the states but he said they had a guy whose job it was to scare away the bears and glenn wasn't sure if this was a paid position or if it was volunteer only but there was a guy in this ski town that you would call to get rid of a bear okay so 
Interesting. So like pest control, but for bears. But for bears. So in mm. in one instance, I guess this bear was underneath someone's front porch, and they called the the bear the local bear scare guy. Oh my god! And he came over. Like, I don't think he had like special training or equipment, anything. He was just maybe the bravest or dumbest guy in town. But he got under the porch with a flashlight and a stick. Okay, Terry. <laughs> All right. And he kind of poked at the bear to get it out of there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just like... Literally poking the bear. Like quite literally. Literally... Poking the bear. Poking the bear. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like the worst job ever. I, that is... Yeah. Like, is this an official city hired job? <laughs> like... Like I said, I didn't even know if it paid, but... What the frig? You call Terry the bear scare guy, and he comes in and... Ah! Ah! Tries to scare the oh bear out of there, God. and the bear's like, what the hell? <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm just envisioning somebody in a bear suit as well, yeah. trying to be another bear. like <laughs> Trying to outbear the bear. Oh. <laughs> Holy, yeah. that is... It kind of reminded me of... Is it Lethbridge has a snake guy, right? Do they? Because there's lots of snakes down in southern Alberta. Like, they, they have sure rattlers they and stuff. Yeah. I remember reading a story about this kid who had been biking out in the hills, and he crashed his bike into a rattlesnake pit. And his bike was stuck in this pit covered in rattlesnakes, so he had to go back to town... And call the rattlesnake guy. Oh my god! Who goes out there and tries to get the bike back? <laughs> rattlesnake, <laughs> rattlesnake guy must have. I hope they all have mullets. Actually, oh, yeah, that's just man, and just like war stories, hey, eh? of close calls and like Holy. injuries and yeah. Oh, uh, I got bit so many times. Yeah, <laughs> this hand doesn't even really work anymore. It took so many bites on it. Holy. You had bear scare Terry and rattlesnake Holy Terry. Holy crap! God bless these fellas. Yes. <laughs> Podcast. I passed a coach bus yesterday when I was driving back from Red Deer, and it brought back memories of some of the drivers I've had in coach buses in the past. I feel like this is another great Terry profession. There's a lot of Terrys that drive coach. Oh, big time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and some of them are big personalities too, aren't oh, they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Most of them are. <laughs> They're big personality Terrys. I don't know what it is about them, but that seems to be... An attraction. There's something about it. Yeah. But then you think, and it's like, it kind of makes sense because you're, you're out on the open road. You know, you can stop and have some darts. Uh, it's funny because I don't remember the last coach driver I had that didn't smoke, though. Mm -hmm. And th the ones, some of them were fairly heavy smokers, and they would pull over quite a bit more than you necessarily needed to to stop and have a dart. I think it's got to be the nerves. Maybe. You know, especially if you're driving in the winter yeah. and you got a bus full of people. But how many souls do you have on board that bus that you're responsible for? It's very true. Yeah. Do you remember um, a few years ago, you and I took a busload of, of winners out to Castle Mountain yes. to ski and snowboard with Big Rock. Yep. And our bus driver was such a Terry. He was the best. And on the drive there, like the weather was not good. It was a full on blizzard. Nope. Yep. And... The driver was pulling over every 30 minutes or so to have a smoke. And we were like, hey, man, whatever you need to do to keep this thing on the road. Like, you pull over and smoke as often as you need to because this seems like pretty stressful. It's so. really funny. And then he, he stayed over with us, right? Yeah. And he went out. He had some drinks with us yeah. that night. Uh, and that's happened on more than one occasion as well where... <laughs> Terry, the driver, will come and have some drinks that night with you, right? Because that's the thing is that's another kind of cool thing for Terry is you get to hang out and maybe have some drinks with the people wherever you're going. You're yeah. going to see new places. You get your hotel paid for. It's part of the trip, right? Problem is 
Terry sometimes has a few too many, and then he has to wake up and drive the next oh, day, right? No. And when you see that, you're like, geez, Terry, like, are you are you all right to drive <laughs> us the next day? Or? It's like, we're going to be stopping for smokes a few yep. times on this trip back as well. Oh, yeah, smokes, <laughs> maybe a hair of the dog at some point, too. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This is incredible. I was sent this story by a few friends of the show, uh, Greg, Heather, Ted. This comes to us from Chilliwax. This is, of course, a Vancouver soft yes. story. Let me just get... Where's my Vancouver soft? There we go. All right, that's nice. Oh, my God, yeah. That's nice. Here's the headline. BC couple launching hunger strike to protest pickleball noise. I, too, was sent this, and it is the most outrageous thing. Like, what? So there's this couple that lives across from a park in Chilliwack where people play pickleball, and they said the noise has become intolerable. Mm-hmm. So there, I'll just read some of the quotes from the article because this is so good. It's unbelievable. As staunch followers of Mahatma Gandhi, we have decided to follow the path shown by him to deal with systemic injustice. This guy wrote in a letter. We would prefer death over continuing to live the life of second-class citizens that we have been reduced to due to the callous and discriminatory attitude of the city. The, the article that I was sent, the, new, the headline is Constant Assault. Chilliwack resident would choose death over pickleball noise. Like, are we kidding here? So apparently they've tried to go through the city to get, you know, these courts shut down Mm -hmm. and the city has put in rules in terms of like using a soft ball and only playing within certain hours. But they said that uh, pickleball players continue to flaunt the rules openly. Yeah. Um, And they talked a bit about how the sounds of the park has become part of their lives. But then when pickleball started, that was different. Yeah. This guy's a professor at University of Fraser Valley, and he says the work he does at home is interrupted by this, um, and that he ha- claims to have developed symptoms of, ang- of anxiety, sleeplessness, auditory hallucinations, and a heart flutter yeah. from the pickleball yes. in the park. Physical, mental, emotional, and psychological abuse consistently, is what he said. It's funny, because I play pickleball. Yeah. And I mean, the ball does make noise, but mm-hmm. pickleball was played at my gym long before I started playing and I never even noticed it. No. And they played at the beach in our community lake and I never noticed the sound there. No. I just, I, some people seem to be extra sensitive to it, especially if you're from Vancouver. Well, that's the thing. You're just a little bit softer. I don't know if their ears are a little more sensitive as well, I guess. And just... Uh-huh. So they're going on a hunger strike. hunger strike. Man, if I were the city, I would do nothing about this. I would I'd increase like, the noise. <laughs> I think I would put... I put speakers that amplified the noise a little bit louder for them just to make them a little less soft. I'd be like, this, we need to stop this now. I'd have a pickleball jamboree. Yeah. Pickleball tournaments every week, day, all day long, clock, all night long. Out. Yep. Man, like you're going to, if you're willing to die Holy. over the pop of a pickleball paddle, yeah. you're willing to starve yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't feel too bad for you. The Bagler and Shauna Podcast. I didn't realize this until this weekend. This is insane. But my boyfriend, Cliff, is absolutely terrified of rides. He's never been on a ride. Ever? No. I forced him to go on the haunted house ride at the Red Deer Fair, which was one of the worst. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the worst rides I've ever been to in my life. But I forced him on it. And he was just like, no, no, I don't want to go. And there was like five-year-olds going on this ride. And I'm like, you'll be okay. It's just like a circle. It was the fastest, most ridiculous. And he was like, no, I, I don't, I'm not a ride. No, no it's a ride. In he, all of Cliff's years, he's never been on rides. How is that possible? I mean, there are people who don't like rides, but mm-hmm. I think typically they've experienced it to learn that they don't like it. He's just never even been on one. No. Eh? 
But then I guess, as you said, like I got thinking about it, and I was like, I guess there's quite a few people who, as you say, aren't big fans of rides. I was terrified when I was younger, and yeah. then I went to the fair with my buddies one time, and eventually like the peer pressure forced me on the rides, and I was like, oh, this is actually a ton of fun. Yeah. I shouldn't have been so scared. And I think a lot of kids start scared, yeah. right? And then you go, and you go on a ride, and then you're, you're not scared anymore. Like, I remember that was the case. Like my, but my mom hates rides, but she has been on them. I remember we used to go to Wonderland because we lived right near Wonderland. So I would force her every time we'd go to go on at least one ride. And what she would do is she would go and look at the rides. And there's the Top Gun ride, which is super intense. It's one where there's like flips around all over. And I was like, Mom, you got to go on the Top Gun ride with me. And she timed it. And she was like, it's about 45 seconds from start to finish. She goes, I just have to close my eyes for 45 seconds and then we're done. Okay, fine. I'll get on the ride and do it that way. And the whole time, didn't open her eyes, just closed the whole time. And she's like, okay, I did it. <laughs> she did it. So she because did. That was like my dad hates rides. Hates rides. Went on the roller coaster with me in Edmonton because nobody else would go when I was young. Okay. And yeah, it was just like, just yeah, hated yeah. every minute of it. But he did it. Yeah. So I guess there are quite a few people who don't like rides. I've never been on any like the really intense ones around the world. You know, like some of them I look at and I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. Have you done kind of like a drop zone type ride? And that's yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, those are yeah. fun. Yeah. Like um, Wonderland has a couple that like the behemoth and stuff, the big ones. I've mm-hmm. been on those, but not outside of Wonderland have I been on any that are like intense. Like if you see some of those coasters that go like 400 feet in the air and then come straight back down. Like, I don't know about that for I me. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, but it's very strange that I have I've been in a relationship with my boy how long like fifteen years now, and I didn't know that he'd never been on a ride before. I guess like like you said, most kids start maybe just like if you if you never get over that right if you just like you start out scared of the rides like a lot of kids do, and then you, I remember my youngest brother he was one year he decided he was gonna go on the rides at the fair when it came through town, yep. and he had done he had researched all the rides he knew everything that was coming and like a map of the midway and where they were gonna be, and he was like okay I'll go on this one and this one, and then he got there and the lights and the noise huh? and everything he uh, boof and then didn't go on anything and went home. Huh? Poor guy was so rattled. Walked in. <laughs> He's like, just kidding, I'm out, I'm out. He's out of there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. In the past on this show, we have made fun of uh, quite a few other radio stations and radio shows uh, for the way that they they do things, you know, with the whole question and answer format thing. It's like, oh, tell us about a time you did this. And then just take calls and play them regardless if they're interesting or not. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's something else that a bunch of stations are doing right now, too. They're all doing the same, or a variation of the same contest. Yes. So they'll play a sound, and then you have to guess what the sound is. And every time somebody gets the sound wrong, then more money gets added to the yep. jackpot. And It's a fairly it common radio contest. Yeah, yeah, all over the place. Always. Now, yeah. for the person who wins the money in the end, awesome. It's great. For everybody else listening, I'm wondering, what do you get out of it? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. what if I'm listening, what do I get? for listening to weeks of people guessing the wrong sound. You know, yeah. is it ripped paper? No. Okay, on to the next one. Like, I don't find that to be super engaging myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like you said, lots of stations do it. It seems to maybe work. But yeah, totally. Maybe we're missing out here. Maybe we need to play some version of that. So I was uh, thinking that too. Yeah. Who do we have on the phone here right now? Oh, hey, this is uh, Al. Uh, you want to win a Team Canada jersey for the FIFA Women's World Cup, Al? Sure, my daughter would love that. Excellent. Okay, you just gotta you gotta do something for us here. You have to identify this uh, sound. We're playing a little game, all right? Oh no, I gotta I gotta guess something. You do. You, you, do, gotta, yeah. you just gotta tell us what this sound is, okay? Yeah. Okay, I'll try. Can you hear all right? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here okay. we go. 
Al? Al? Um, so, sounds like someone blowing air into their arm. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- sure, yeah, it's a variation of that, I suppose. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, make a fart sound, sure. Yeah. Is that what the, that's, that's, that's what it was, Al. It was a fart. It was a long, oh, wet God. fart. Al, that was, uh, was... Oh, God. A really long... Terrible, really wet fart. You got <laughs> Somebody had to check their pants after Someone had to excuse themselves. So... Oh, well, it won you uh, Team Canada FIFA Women's World, World Cup jersey, Al. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yes, sir. Awesome. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A little bit behind the scenes reveal for you, uh, but the fart that we heard in that clip actually came from my bum. It's Beckler's fart. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's... We have a bunch of these saved for any occasion that we might need them. <laughs> so you've all heard it now. Yep. <laughs> Really classy radio going on this morning, for sure. Yeah, another one of those things, like you said, Sean, that'll just preclude you from ever getting into politics or Absolutely. anything serious like that, right? Yeah, for sure. Is this you? Is this your bum? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, on, on the podcast, we get, we know it is. Yeah. And here it is forever. This stuff never goes <laughs> away, does it? Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I've We have to make ourselves so unpopular with a bunch of radio stations and other people in the industry just because of the shots that we've taken at them but yeah. I just don't understand that I've, I, no. I know I said it but I just so you listen for weeks and weeks and then they reveal that oh it was the sound of a stick tapping a window and you're like okay I didn't win the money like how am I richer for this experience you but know Beckler, like, like it's clear it, again it clearly works right like yeah because everybody does it and people must get engaged and well I mean I guess as it goes on longer you then you really actually want to know what it is right like or does everybody think they're going to win the money? Is that what it is? I don't know. Because like I said, one person wins the money and everybody else gets to find out that it was the sound of that an iPhone card. <laughs> that would be at least fun. <laughs> is it, is something is it inconsequential? And like, yes. Yeah. Not that, I mean, not that we're making your life that much richer either, but we hopefully try to make you laugh, share some something you didn't know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I don't get it. No. I don't get it. But hey. maybe that's why you're here and not there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you're able to be here and we're able to be here thanks to Shane Holmes, the sponsor of this podcast. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Take a look at their floor plans and know that the floor plan you're looking at isn't necessarily set in stone. If there's a way that you can tweak it a little bit to make it work better for your situation, Shane Holmes can do that for you and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Get in touch with them today, shaneholmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, that means there's a conspiracy coming up. Oh, yeah. This is Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. I was tagged in a TikTok video by a friend of the show, Allie, and I'll just play the audio from this TikTok video for you. Okay. This is hilarious. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. Because on the counter, you want to know why? When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. (laughs) No. (laughs) That can't... There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot <laughs> to unpack. First of all, a tornado is the best. Hilarious. If we're not all calling them tornadoes from, from now this on, point on. Yep. that's hilarious. Yes, uh, that is great. Secondly, I mean, he. it sounds like the audio is maybe from a radio show. Sounds like, like that's what it sounds like when we play a call on the radio, right? It is, yeah. So, which makes me think that the whole thing is fake. Oh. 
Like just when you listen to the way the guy speaks, like it kind of sounds like a fake accent. It does a little bit. He says yeah. tornadoes at the beginning and tornadoes at the end, and then yeah. he hammers a button to hang up the phone. Right it causes here. disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. Yeah. So it sounds to me like yeah, like it would be a fake call, like some radio station faked this for a laugh. Um, but the video that accompanies it is all like Alberta traffic circles. So I don't know if this call is from Alberta or like where they said, I wish I knew where the audio originated from, but I love the idea. That is hilarious. That's the t- traffic circles in cars whipping They're around starting them. They're starting the tornadoes. Causing tornadoes. That's causing the tornadoes. tornadoes. <laughs> we didn't have tornadoes here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, on the plausibility scale, uh, how many 5Gs out of 10 do you give this one, Shauna? I'm going to give this 55 Gs out of 10, okay? <laughs> yeah, I like just, it. I, I love it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of mine is an anesthesiologist, and we got chatting about it recently because there's a huge shortage of them in the province right now. Yeah, I think I'd heard that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's shocking, really. I mean, it's, it's good pay from what I gather. It's a good career. I think... Anesthesiologists make like in and around half a million bucks, depending on how much you work. Yeah. I, I mean, they have to. I think they have to pay some expenses out of that too. But For sure. like the money is good. It seems like it would be incredibly stressful though. Yeah. Because you're kind of like your job is to keep people in this balance between like awake and asleep, mm-hmm. like life and death. Yeah. That's a pretty serious. They should make that much money. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, if you're good at it, like there's a huge demand for it. But uh, my friend was just like, maybe you could help with this by. Ah. And I was like, well, maybe we could make anesthesiologist sexy. Sexy? Do you actually want to go first? I have one that I'm not sure about here. Well, so. I mean, is it, is it, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, don't worry. It's just a little prick. <laughs> yeah, let's put this on your face and give you some strong ass. <laughs> strong gas, excuse me. <laughs> Came out wrong. <laughs> Let me know when you feel it. I can always give you a little more. Mm. But if I do this right, you shouldn't feel a thing. <laughs> do you want to go on a romantic sedate with me? <laughs> I'd love to officially sedate you. Oh. <laughs> Here's the one that's on the line, maybe. Mm. When you wake up, you won't even know what happened. <laughs> Don't worry, I had. I'll wake you up when I'm done. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got a message from a friend of the show. He's told me so many. I forget if it's guy or gee. He's told me many times, and I just keep forgetting because I only ever read his name, right? Gee? Gee? Anyway, he knows who he is. Um, But the Blue Jays uh, announcer duo of Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez. Uh, were ranked near the top of the league in terms of broadcast teams by the blog Awful Announcing just recently. Oh, wow. They did a poll of their readers where everyone, everyone could submit their favorite broadcast teams, and the Blue Jays announcers finished fourth. Which, I mean, I love Buck Martinez, but I'm not a big fan of Dan Shulman, as you know. I think he's a robot, but anyway, well, that's fine. When you hear exactly what they wrote about Dan, you're really going to disagree with this, but I figure why... Let's 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 see how they're handling okay. this news right now. Yep. Should be able to out of the ballpark where Dan and I are riding high after some nice words from the folks over at Awful Announcing. That's top broadcaster Dan to you, Buck. They ranked us fourth in their list of best broadcast teams in baseball. Read what they said about Dan. All right. They said, 
Dan Schulman is one of the best play-by-play announcers in all of baseball, and Blue Jays fans should be thrilled that he calls almost all of their games. That, that's best broadcaster in the world, Dan Schulman. Well, settle down now, Dan. There's something to be said for humility. Bow before Dan Schulman and bask in his greatness. Jesus, this guy. I am Jesus. Baseball announcing Jesus. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A friend of mine was at the Sobeys in Bridalwood, and I guess he got talking to one of the cashiers there. And uh, they were talking about movies that weren't as good as you remember, and hackers came up. And then the cashier said, oh, yeah, I like to do a little bit of hacking myself. And then he said, in fact, I actually have a chip in my hand. And he put his hand up by his phone, and his hand lit up green where there was a chip in his hand. His hand lit up green? His hand lit up green when he put it by the phone. He has a chip. What? So I You can do that? Yes. A few weeks ago I saw this Dr. Phil episode about this. <laughs> okay. You gotta stop watching I Mr. Gotta, Phil. Oh, it's always on when I turn the TV on and yes. So I saw this and I was like, nobody actually has that though, right? Like you see these shows, and I'm like, okay, cool, thanks, Dr. Phil. Nobody actually is getting chips in their hands. And then all of a sudden, my friend is telling me there is a cashier right here in Calgary who has a chip in his actual hand. Yeah, I wouldn't have believed it either if I saw it on Dog. Because it seems like the kind of thing he... Yeah. People are putting chips yes. in their kids' hands. Right, you know? you're like, like no, they're like, not no, they're actually not doing that, Phil. But you actually saw it. But yeah. Or, wow. My friend saw it and was wow. telling me, and I was like, holy crap. And so I, w- I was like, I need to find... I want to see this for myself. I was like, should I go to that grocery store and... Find the cashier? Find this cashier. Because yes. I'm looking for the, che- the cashier with the chip in his brain. But they were saying that this Lady, is what you, you can do leave. now. It's like, instead of your phone, right, that is now going to pay for stuff, you can actually use a chip in your hand to do that. Wow. Holy. Bo and Brigham were telling me that they saw a guy on YouTube who took his... He took the chip out of his credit card and put it in his ring and was using his ring to pay for things. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. This is this so is, far beyond that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, so this is, I don't know if it's becoming a thing or if it's just a one-off or what, but he has a chip in his head, so I don't know if it's going to be... Like, where do you go to get that done, I don't or know. is this a home job? Oh, I hope not. That's the other thing, though, but yeah, where, who is doing it? No one's officially putting chips, are they? What? And who? if his hand lit up green, that would mean that there's some sort of, like, power source. Yeah. Some sort of battery or something powering the light. I, I wish I could explain in more his for you, but... body. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, again, Dr. Phil did have a few people on that were talking about these chips. And once again, I thought it was bullcrap, and here we are. So. I need to know what else they can do. I know. Because if they have some, like, I'd be more open to the idea if they have capabilities beyond just paying for things. Like, I can reach into my wallet or get my phone to pay for something, but. They were saying it can, like, unlock doors and stuff. Like, anything that's electronic, they can. Kind okay, of you're selling me a little more. Yep. What else can it do? Yeah, like if it could unlock your door so you don't have to deal with keys anymore. I mean, I, I lose a lot of things I own, so there are some benefits that I could see to that. To the point that you get a chip implant? No, I don't think I'd get a chip implant, though. But maybe this is just the beginning. Oh, I think it is. Of what it's going to be capable of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. When we were camping this past weekend, um, the boys and I were playing catch in the campground, and my, my son, Bo, he's eight. He's, got, he's getting pretty good at baseball. So he wanted me to throw harder and harder, which I obliged. Of course. And he was doing great. He was catching these hot throws until he wasn't. He blinked for a second. Whoopsies. Ball went off his glove and hit him straight in the mouth. And look, I put quite a bit of mustard on this throw. Like it sounded gross when it hit him oh, in the face. No. It was a bad. It was a bad one. So there was blood and there was tears. And we inspected his teeth. Luckily, nothing was chipped. Nothing appears to have moved. But his lips started swelling immediately. 
And we were on day two of camping, and I didn't have any ice left in the cooler. I don't have a fancy cooler. Mm. This would be a good ad for, like, one of those Yeti-style coolers, though, totally. hey? Yeah. Did you take a fastball in the schmutz on day three of camping? Yeah. Well, there's still ice in the cooler, right? Mm. I didn't have that. My cheap coolers did not have ice left. Uh, in fact, the only thing left in the cooler that was still cold was a single Bud Light. Well, so, yep. Bo sat there at mm-hmm. the campground with a Bud Light pressed up against his fat lip. Good for him. Um, that's magical. Is that worthy of a Terry of the Month nomination, do you think? I'd say that's a pretty partial Terry of the Month nominee right there. Partial? I'd say, yeah, I mean, it's that's Terry, but everybody else would kind of do the same thing, you know? The fact that it's a Bud Light, of course, really adds to it, but... I'm I not mean, even if, a Bud Light guy. It was just left over from a party, and it, I had it in the cooler. That's why it was the last thing in there. Totally. But, and I, I think we've all been there, right? If that's the coldest thing, of course you're going to use the beer to... To try and put on your, you know? So, resourceful and a bit Terry, for sure. I posted a photo on my Instagram story. I think it's still up there for another hour or so, but Mm -hmm. uh, someone said, this is the most Alberta dad move ever. (laughs) I said, yeah, I'm sure many an Alberta dad has done this before. Absolutely. And I will not be the last. Not at all. No. we are Terry's, us Alberta dads. It's true. Yeah. I just toss a Bud Light on there. That'll... (laughs) I'm sure there's a few Alberta moms that would do that too. For sure. So, and yeah. in the photo, it looks like he's getting ready to shotgun it. Absolutely. Eight years old, fat lips. Yeah. Shotgun, shotgun it. It'll take the it'll take the the sting off that there, Bo. <laughs> Way to be, Terry. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast, brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9, Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X 92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Secretly, guys, I actually had a, a private agenda here for the pod today. There's some tea I want to spill with the crew. Is everybody ready for this yeah, tea? Yeah, sure. Um, so... What? What? <laughs> That's crazy. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.